Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Tinny. Welcome to Open Access, the podcast that looks at our agency and industry through the lens of society and culture today. Welcome to another edition. It's National Apprenticeship Week. Yay! Woo! So, to celebrate National Apprenticeship Week, we thought it would be a great opportunity to speak to our very own apprentice, Nellie, um, just to talk to her about her thoughts on apprenticeships, how she got into it, and then maybe she might have some advice for people who are considering an apprenticeship. Um, we'll also speak to Amanda and ask her about her thoughts on apprenticeships, what apprentices can actually bring to your business, the value of apprenticeships, and uh, maybe some advice for, for, again, for those who are thinking about doing an apprenticeship too. So, firstly, I wanted to introduce Nelly Salvo. Hello. Um, welcome. Nelly has been with us now for about nine months um, as our apprentice. Um, so I guess my first question is, what made you decide to do an apprenticeship? I think what it was about for me was to find a way to get into a job and a career um, which worked for me and I quite quickly realised that that wasn't university or any kind of higher education because I did try that. Um, maybe I should mention that I am from Sweden so back in Sweden I did go to uni for a short time and dropped out after like one semester because it just wasn't for me, like I just didn't like the whole concept, the whole thing around it. Maybe it was what I was studying as well, it just wasn't really right. Um, and then after coming to London, um, there was just a, a question for me where I had to make a decision on how to really progress my career and, and really what to do and what to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, when I heard about an apprentice, it felt very natural and I thought that concept of being in a workplace and learning at the job, that really resonated well with me because I so much more prefer to be like hands-on and someone says to you, look here, this is what we're doing and now we're gonna do it. And for me, when in school, it always felt like everything was pretend, as in, let's Mm. pretend that you are this and that, and then what would you do? And Mm. I really like that it's on, like it's real, it's real clients, it's real work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good reason. You know, I went to university and I'm not totally convinced it was necessarily the right thing for me. And I think being in a workplace does allow you to find out actually what you're good at yeah. <laughs> in a real world setting. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just this make-believe stuff that we're talking that we're taught. Um, I guess how did you find out about um, apprenticeships and you know, what kind of research did you do? And even maybe perhaps you could talk about the process in which you came here. So I think it started with um, that I found out the information from this a government website um, which has loads of information about apprenticeships and it's also like a search engine so from any kind of um, education, educational institution where they do apprenticeships they will come into this one database so you can search like all of them in one place. Um, so I was basically looking at the, the results I was getting there and then just I've actually applied for a few ones before this one. <gasps> we weren't your first choice. No, but now <laughs> how could you? That's having to do with me not being entirely sure which one I wanted to do. Right. Like it wasn't clear for me, like digital, social, that is what I wanna do. I went for one which was in a theatre first and then one which was T V. Um, and it wasn't after I'd done an internship in like a small web design agency for I think it was two months that 
that I realised that digital, that is what I'd like to do. Um, and then once you do know that, it's quite easy in the search engine that you can put in exactly what area you're interested in and just keep monitoring what comes in and obviously then apply when the role you'd like comes up. Right. And do you choose that role based on what the course itself is going to be like? Because obviously the thing about an apprenticeship is it isn't just a case of just being in an, in an office working, like perhaps an internship. There is also qualification at the end of it that you do actually have a course to do as well so do you do you look at what the course looks like as well as the job or yeah so what I then when I realized what I wanted to do it was digital marketing so then you filter the search that you only get digital marketing results and in whole I think all the apprenticeships which are digital marketing are meant to be the same like this study bit is meant yeah. to be the same but then obviously we're all in different workplaces and the work can vary so for me it was always more the actual work that you were set right. to do because this the study bit is like the same that is what you like you do to marketing that is it um but then which workplace you can be in i feel like that is when you get a really wide choice and that you can really find something that suits you right i see Oh, I was just going to jump in and, and ask a question because we also went through a screening process and found Nellie, and Tinny was very much a part of that hiring process, so I thought it would be interesting from the perspective of apprentice candidates who are listening to ask you what stood out so much about Nellie, but I don't know if I've jumped the gun. I can answer that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what stood out for me was probably Nellie's understanding of a, what her role would be, mm. and B, what a client would want to see. Um, I think, uh, you know, being in a PR agency, particularly in social, you have to be quite close to the trends, what is happening on social media, what is popular, rather than necessarily always thinking from an academic point of view or from a brand perspective. And Nelly had a very good understanding of how to marry that brand perspective with, actually, what is the kind of content that is interesting and, and works well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, and I have to say now that the, all of the candidates that came to that final assessment were of an excellent calibre. It wasn't that we couldn't have hired, like we could have hired any of them. But I think Nelly's understanding of the, a bit more forward thinking of like, this is what's happening on social, but, you know, we can't be quite as bold as a brand. So how do we dial that down a little bit so it's more palatable to a brand? I think really stood out for us. It was something that I could see her, I wouldn't have to you know, say no, no, no all the time to Nelly. I'd be like, Nelly, what do you think? And she could come to the table with an idea that would more or less be signed off by a client. Right. So really it was about making my job a bit easier. Well, <laughs> isn't it always when it comes to hiring? <laughs> um, but I really, I really valued that. And I think any way that you can showcase um, your passion for an area and your understanding of an area um, and couple it with its ap practical application, mm. I think is, is really beneficial. Cool. Back to you, Nelly. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting as you talk about that you you chose the apprenticeship not necessarily based on the course, but really on the the job that you were going to be doing, which I think is, is a, a sensible way to do it. Um, but do you find it difficult balancing essentially a full time job and studying? You are still studying for a course. Um, well, we do have. I only work in the office 80% of the time, so you do have time to do um, your studying. And also, a lot of the studying is in a sense about what you do at work, so it's a lot about documenting what you're doing, you have to write journals and you have to build like a work portfolio where you collate your work. 
So a lot of it's being like reflective of what you've done because someone will assess you at the end of it and then look at what you've done and what you've worked with and that will qualify you and they will see, okay, well, she has done things that has to do with digital marketing, actually. She does qualify. Um, so it's, yeah, it is manageable because you do get that time set aside to manage the study bit. Good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, what has been the most surprising thing for you about the apprenticeship? I think the most surprising bit has been how much I have been involved um, in a very, very positive way. Um, I thought I didn't really have expectations that much, but I didn't never think that I would be involved so much and actually that like my views and my opinions and my thoughts are really valued here. Um, I thought like I'll just go in and they will tell me what I'm meant to do and, and I will learn from that. But I am sort of learning from being asked, but what do you think and how do you think we can do this and what I can contribute, that's something which really surprised me, but in a very good way. Oh, that's great. I'm so pleased to hear that. Didn't coach Nelly to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really didn't. Um, I guess my final question for you is, would you recommend an apprenticeship to others? I would definitely, I would absolutely do that. And I think if you are looking for an apprenticeship, and for me, I didn't really have any kind of previous experience, like nothing, agency work, absolutely nothing. And if that's your case, it might be good to consider doing a little bit of an internship before, because as you mentioned that you felt like I had a good understanding of the role, I think I did get that from having this little intro I had before from the internship I did. Um, and it was only two months, and so maybe you could get away with less. Like, it doesn't have to be massive, but for me, just actually come to a workplace and just get the basics right, like, oh, there is clients and there is this and that, the mm. very basics, which I really didn't know, that I think did help me. And it could be a good way for someone who is very inexperienced but still would like to do an apprenticeship. Mm. That sounds like great advice. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much. I'm going to ask Mandy uh, some questions, but Nelly, if you have any, feel free to jump in. Um, so I think we've heard from, from you know, from Nelly from a from an apprenticeship perspective, but from a business perspective, I wanted to ask you a few questions, Amanda, just really about what made you decide to take on an apprentice. I think you know this is the first time we've ever had one. Um, so what made you decide to make the jump? Well, there is a few reasons. One is practical, um, and that is the fact that as of last year, we started paying into the apprenticeship levy, and that is a fee that we pay to the government, and in exchange, we can use certain agencies to find candidates, and those agencies are the ones that are pro providing the certification for Nellie and, and guiding her through her study. So that levy in and of itself was, I suppose, the spark that set me in a direction to learn more about it and understand it better. We also had a client, I should say formerly, that did was a champion of apprenticeship. So that put the whole idea on my radar because we met such talented youth through that program. Um, but then what really appealed to me as I was learning about it was just this whole idea of diversity in experience, the level of candidates that you can get, how a lot of these agencies will help to find very diverse candidates, and just changing the way we think around here and the skill set that we bring to the table, I think, is important. And it's paid off in spades with Nellie. I'm not saying this because she's in the room. She's fantastic. She's added so much to our agency and is just proof of the power of that program. I think that's such an interesting point about diversity, particularly mm. in the PR industry, there's been a lot of talk recently with the new guidelines coming out, um, 
but I think traditionally it's been difficult for us to find candidates, even just to get them in the door to apply. Right. Do you, did you was that was that one of the reasons that you thought maybe an apprenticeship might be a way to get? Absolutely, because as as those of you who have heard former podcasts that are probably aware, I do think that our industry is stuck in a rut and we have very homogeneous candidates and we don't always recruit as broadly and as many different places as we should. So it is nice to have to add somebody else even into that process that is a, a different filtering system, I suppose. That's great. Mm. And what advice would you give to people who are thinking about an apprenticeship, particularly one perhaps in our industry? Well, I think I, I'm going to copy what Nellie said because it's easy, but I thought that was really great advice and I hadn't thought of it, is, is dip your toe in the water first and have a sense of what you want to do um, and, and have some facility for, for standing out amongst the crowd in, in doing that. Um, what other advice would I give? I just think it's the it, it, it and this mimics something you said, Tinny, is is to just be switched on in life in general, know what trends are out there and and be watching how careers are evolving and changing and figuring out how you can get involved in that and what is inspiring to you. Yeah. Mm. I think the, the what I love about the apprenticeship program is that I think this is an industry where traditionally everyone has had to have a degree, yeah, and that has been—you wouldn't even be able to like get through any of the big agency filters if you didn't have a degree. Yeah, and I think this is really opening that up. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, with degrees becoming more and more expensive as well, absolutely, it is not the only way to get into our industry anymore. And I think hopefully we'll see a lot more people taking up apprenticeships. I, um, yeah, I mean, my degree. I had to laugh when Nellie was talking earlier about study because it is so theoretical. My degrees are in history and art history, and I always joke that the only thing I'm good at is a pub quiz. It's <laughs> like I don't really apply that. I have some precision in my writing. I guess I, I have a sense of how to create a, a narrative because I, it was such a writing-rich degree. But other than that, it really everything I've learned in PR, I've learned on the job. Yeah, and I think that leads me on to my next question of. What is your advice for agency leaders? I think this can be a little bit of a tricky mm. step to navigate if you're always used to seeing, you know, candidates from Oxbridge or whatever, you know, the Russell Group universities, because that's what you think your agency will only um, employ. What are your What are your What's your advice for? Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that thinking with all due respect. And I hear agencies get stuck in that rut. And I just don't think we're getting the best because it's just people like us making recommendations to people like us. And clients aren't looking for that anymore. They want a much broader set of ideas, I think. Um, so I would, first of all, encourage people to be very open-minded about the process. But the other thing is, is that it's a very interesting way to solve some staffing challenges. So one of the degrees um, that that we have been looking at, or one of the certificates, I suppose, um, for the next round is in content creation. So we can be looking at somebody who is a, a coder, who can design beautifully, who can really create all that agile content that our clients are looking for. And I think sometimes when you're stuck in that rut of traditional staffing, you, you look to a design team for that. It, we can be very rigid, and I think that this offers a flexibility in how it can address certain client and staffing needs. I think that's a really important point about client needs. I think mm. I I don't think that agencies are moving quick enough to address the multiple things that clients need, and I think we're too quick to palm that out to someone else. Mm -hmm. and say, no, that's not what we do. When actually, 
all the great creative ideas come from us. We sit and brainstorm, we come up with all of these fantastic ideas of things, but we just, I think we stumble at that hurdle of trying to convert those creative ideas into tangible assets for a client. Right. Um, and I think, I agree with you, I think that different role is, is a mm. great way of, of doing that and having someone that can do a bit of everything. Yeah, for sure. On that note, that yeah. leads me to say that um, we actually have a new opening. Yes, good yeah. point, Tinny. Um, as Amanda <laughs> said, for a digital uh, junior uh, content producer, um, that has that is live now for Apprenticeship Week. So if you're interested in um, that role and working at Access, uh, we will put a link into the um, narrative of this podcast and also on our Twitter handle at Access Lun, um, L-O-N. Um, and we will send you a link to to the page to um, the job description if you want to apply. Um, if you have any questions for Nelly or any questions about the apprenticeship scheme, we um, work with a company called Creative Pioneers um, who are helping us find our appre- apprentice. So please do have a look at their website. It's creativepioneers2.co.uk and you can find a number of other jobs on there as well. Amazing. Thank you very much for, for the podcast, Nelly. Thank you. Thanks, Amanda. And we'll Thanks see you too. soon. Thanks, Nelly. Bye. Bye. Bye.